tasting blood here. This is not good. I frequently think about the eroticism of robot on robot violence. A gremlin alien that eats its own poop. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Do you not want to have sex with me? Are you not aroused? There was a game where there was one pixel throwing numbers at another pixel. <laughs> I could probably drop a couple hundred hours into that. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. If I were playing it on an original NES, I probably would not have an original NES anymore. Is this a Final Fantasy related anything? Oh, it's 10 out of 10. And now your hosts, Luke Matthews. I'm waiting for uh, the grass in my backyard to get tall enough for me to find a diglet back there. James Dykes. Everyone holds shots and you're just sitting there with your thumb up your ass. Eddie Isaac. We're talking about like a 12, like 12 hour play. It's not bad. Game. Well, what we're I saying, mean, what I'm saying is that's provided that you die as many times as I did. And Mike Dupatrillo. That's like saying oh, yeah. there's only a little bit of shit in your drink. So, I mean, like, it's not diarrhea. It's just like, you know, it's just a little turd at the bottom of your glass. Welcome, everybody, to episode 57 of the After the Fact podcast. I am Luke Matthews, and today I am joined by Micatron. Oh, hi. <laughs> James Dykes. Hey, what's up? And a newcomer to the After the Fact crew, Eddie Isaac. And I will henceforth be known as Sambo. <laughs> uh, we, we met Eddie at uh, Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, stood at our booth for fucking like three hours for, one day. So <laughs> Just my Luke, feet hurt. Bullshit. Luke. With, what? Luke. Yeah. Luke. What? <laughs> Go to Dagobah. Uh, so this show, we are going to be talking about Fantasy Star 2. Um and that will come later. But uh, first, I'm gonna I'll start by talking to Eddie a little bit and uh, doing what we did with every new member of the show and finding out um, how'd you get into video games. Like when you were a kid, what was the first thing you played? What was your first console or system? And how did you how did you get into video games? And where'd you go from there? I remember that like four years after Nintendo came out, like I got a Nintendo and I was so happy. And the only game I had was Tetris. But you know what? I became a Tetris expert. I played Tetris for hours <laughs> upon hours until I was seeing blocks in my sleep. And to this day, like I'm still really good at Tetris. But that was what got me into video games. So humble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was it was all after that there was no turning back. It was it was NES and it was various games on NES and then it was SNES and Genesis and Strider, which which submitted my mark in platforming. Strider, really? Strider, yes. Okay, one of the best games ever. <laughs> Maybe I'm mistaking Rygar and Strider. Maybe that's what I why I thought Rygar may have been okay. <laughs> that would explain quite a bit. Wow, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Not not to not to derail you, Mister Mister Eddie. And then so after that though, um, I got into Street Fighter, and then that that sent me on a course of fighting game uh, antics where I played, you know, Street Fighter, every different variation of Street Fighter that ever came out, and hyper fighting and turbo and turbo 2D <laughs> and turbo extra dimensional. <laughs> and then, and then after that, it was, uh, it was killer instinct. And I still think today oh. that's like one of the, 
Really? Are we going to cringe? We're going to cringe? Yeah, no, we're, I'm, we're not, I'm not cringing. I'm that cringing was a great fighting game. Today. That I was a great fighting game for its time. I'm they destroyed the franchise. Thank you. They destroyed the franchise later on. But. Well, that's fair. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think... I think it was a fun game. I don't necessarily think it was a great fighting game, but it was a fun game. It was great. Yeah. You, know, you know what I was thinking? If you could name all of the Street Fighter games in rapid succession, that would probably be equal to reciting pi to like the thousand digits. <laughs> Or the, or the, rough or the, the different number. combos of cards. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh God. Yeah. Good game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. I don't know. I'm just not a just not a Killer Instinct fan. But that's just me. It was a great game. They destroyed it. And then. Uh, and then it was Dreamcast, and that was Soul Calibur. And then I was on a whole new, whole new era of fighting. I can't forget Mortal Kombat 2, though, because that was like oh, one, yeah. that was one of the best fighting oh, yeah. games ever. So that's my niche. That's my biggest thing. It's fighting games. Yeah. Uh, we used to do Soul Blade like when I was in uh, when I was in college. We used to, we had a I had a PS one in my house and we had a Soul Blade nice. and it was every Saturday people were over there and we were playing Soul nice. Blade just over and over and over nice. and over again and then and then and then Namco came with Tekken and then ever since then that's been my that's been my my bread and butter yeah. my baby right there have yeah. you gone back and played Tekken one yes mm-hmm. I have and I was appalled <laughs> it is I was fairly rancid I was like Early, I can't believe I actually like this it's right there with Battle Arena Toshinden oh, oh. Jesus oh. well listen yeah. listen those no. those are like uh, those are really far apart actually in terms of quality I mean you're like Okay, this is these are polygons. Like these are polygons. Fucking <laughs> polygons. polygons. Like listen, uh-huh. guys, we've got polygons, polygons for you. It's like playing Minecraft, but not really. <laughs> That's the same because the the first three D fighting game that I played that I really got into was Virtual Fighter Two, and that game Fighter. Virtual Fighter Two was like <laughs> blocks oh, yeah, and, yeah, and blocks. it was just straight up blocks. And uh, the ver- I d- I never played Virtual Fighter One, but I heard it's way worse. Listen, oh, let absolutely. me tell you about Virtual. Fighter one, <laughs> let me, uh, bro. How, <laughs> how how quickly can you press the A button? <laughs> Is it fast? Uh, do you like to win? <laughs> Because if it is not fast, then you don't win. But if it is fast, you do win. Uh, Secret solved. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, it followed followed the trend of every other fighting game. The boss character becomes a playable character in the next version, and then he's so watered down, he's not even worth playing with. Yep. So, yeah. But yes, Tekken Tekken 1, appalling. So what was the what, what was the first system you had when you were a kid? Like not necessarily that you bought yourself, but when you were a little kid, what was the first thing you played on? Not necessarily a console either, because like my first system was a Commodore VIC twenty. So I think the first, I think it was actually it might have been it was either a. Uh, I think my buddy actually had a Sega Master System with like Toby's Magic, Toby's Ring, Toby's Magic Quest or something like that. It was a built-in game. And it, yes, the the Master System 2 came with a built-in game. It was like Toby's Magic Quest. Huh. Built-in I've game. I've never heard of that. Yes. Christina would Christina would be like, oh, yes, that was this version of this. I've be got able it to right here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Here's me, the serial number range for that particular <laughs> r- range of consoles. If you, you bought the game, but you could get, it was our Toby's Magic Quest, and there was, an, there was another game with it. But Toby's Magic Quest was the first, like, one of the first games I remember playing. Weird. Huh. And where did it go from there? Like, uh, what did you... So then I guess the next question, which kind of we, we led into when we talked about our consoles, was what was the first console you ever bought with your own money? It was a, I think it was an Xbox. 
Yeah, really? X- yes, it was it was it was an Xbox. And oh. I bought and I bought an Xbox. Subsequently, I bought four Xboxes because they've all died <laughs> on me. They're, they're, they're all buried in my house somewhere. Yeah. And so after the fourth one, I said, you know what? Let me go back to my roots and get with P- and get, with, get a PS3. Because I actually did have a PS1. And I, I put that up and, and started playing the Xbox. Mm-hmm. But I, I regret that decision. So uh, I went back to PS3. Well, well chosen. Thank well chosen, you. sir. Sorry that it had to <laughs> take an, an an army of disappointment to oh, make that happen, Jesus. but uh, I I'm laughing not for just the sake of laughing. It's because James over here is making poopy face. I still don't have a PS3. Why not? They're really expensive. Not really. But, no, they're not. Um, <laughs> they were really just, expensive six years they ago. They were yeah. really expensive six years ago. Uh, I just I don't play a lot of new games. Mm. That's fair. Mm. No, I mean, uh, the, the, I'm, and, and I, the games I do play are PC generally. Yeah. So. I, I, I'm a PlayStation gamer. I always have been. Yeah. Like, ever since the first one came out and I bought it, uh, like, that was, that's the shit. That was the first console I bought with my own money. And I was like, and I've been a PlayStation gamer ever since because I like their exclusives, right? And yeah. That's that's the only reason I uh, I tell people to buy PS3s. I just thought their exclusives are so good. I actually take that back. It was a PS2, and I still have that PS2, Fatboy PS2. Yeah, that was the first stage. That was actually the first console I bought. I forgot I bought that. That was the first console that I actually waited in line to get. Mm. Like at I was at Bellevue Square Mall waiting in line, and I got a speeding ticket <laughs> when I left. <laughs> Uh, because I wanted to get the fuck home and play SSX, and uh, yeah. What I do regret is the first game I bought was DOA. Oh, and that yeah. was that is just a masher. I oh, had it's just a masher, 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 masher. Wait, masher, masher, masher. <laughs> wait, mash, mash. Wait, mash. That's yeah. it. I had three games. I think. I think DO. I had DOA, mm-hmm. and then whatever the Armored Core game was, oh, and yeah. and SSX, oh. and I. Mashed in DOA for a little bit, <laughs> played SSX and was like, "This is awesome!" Yeah. This, and I and I had to force myself to stop playing and go. I want to play. Uh, I want to play Armored Core. I played Armored Core for like five minutes. I'm like, "Fuck this! Back I want to snowboard." SSX. Yeah, and then I was up till four four thirty in the morning. And <laughs> so, sweet. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, we will soon uh, either either embarrass you or you'll step up to the plate. One of the two. Get ready for the blow. <laughs> but, but we can guarantee we will crap all over your childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, probably. Uh, so then let's move on and like we always do talk about some of the stuff that we're playing right now. Mine, we, it's only been a week since the last, when we recorded the last show. So it's, uh, my stuff hasn't changed. It's Borderlands and Rayman Origins pretty much constantly and, and, a, and a bunch of fantasy star. Um, so I'll just move on and let other people talk. Mike, what are you playing in Borderlands? Like what character? I'm, I'm playing Borderlands too. I am playing a, um, or as well. I don't remember what the class is. It's the skinny guy. The hunter. The hunter. I'm playing a hunter. My wife is playing the girl, the siren. Siren. Uh, we just completed the. Um, we finally just completed the uh, main storyline, and we're working on the on the add-on content and trying to get that finished before Borderlands Two comes out. Yeah, I've been working on the downloadable content stuff, and uh, I'm playing a hunter right now as well. But uh, I've almost maxed it out level wise and. Getting ready to farm Diablo three endlessly <laughs> because basically Borderlands is the same thing. Where yeah, you just pretty much have guns instead of magical weapons of medieval quality. Yeah, um, I've been consuming Diablo three information like mad. Uh, I don't care about spoilers. Fuck them. Uh, but 
more information that is relevant to me is uh, the Inferno difficulty level in Diablo 3 uh, is pretty awesome. So they had an internal Listeners team. can't hear me just shaking my head. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Can't hear the nuts and bolts clinking around inside of his skull. <laughs> Luke Matthews but does we a can good hear podcast it. is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they basically had this internal team that was like the best the rabbits you know the people who completed the game were like good at video games that had no you know have never gotten laid or done anything else of the sort <laughs> touched a lady uh, they <laughs> so they were like okay is this game hard yet and they were like no and then they tuned it and they were like oh it's getting sort of hard and they were like okay is this hard yet? and they're like yeah it's really hard and they're like Okay, and so they go tune it more, and they're like, is this really fucking hard? And they're like, yeah, it's really hard. And they're like, okay, we're going to tune it up again. And they're like, oh, they can't do anything. And they're like, okay, it's about right. We're going to tune a little bit harder. Uh, this, is, this is the hardest game I've ever played. And they're like, okay, double it. And that's what they're releasing. That's not fun. It that's is not fun. It fun is not a matter of fun because it's your fourth playthrough of the game. <laughs> so you, at that point, you've played it through four times. So you're hardcore anyway. And they know that their public gamers are going to be much better than they are no matter what they do. Well, yeah, that's fair. That's that's the lesson learned yep. by MMOs, where you put yep. out content and it's done in in yeah. a few Five weeks seconds. or something, and, and it's and just like. And the other thing about the, what they've learned from MMOs is that they'll have people running this inferno difficulty level, grabbing a bunch of items and putting them on the auction house right. to try and pay their way through college. Exactly. <laughs> yes, especially when there's real money involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't want people paying to get through the game because that kind of degenerates into something that that. That's not fun for anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ruins the game, basically, and they know that. So uh, I'm excited. Past Tuesday, I won't need to buy another game for at least eight years. <laughs> <laughs> um, because that's about how long I played Diablo 2. Yeah. Um, I yeah. wish I could get that into it. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I loved, I loved the first game. I didn't really ever get into the second game. The third game looks spectacular. I don't have a gaming rig for it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get a gaming rig for it. Yeah. I just I because did. because the other thing is that I don't have the time to play it. Right? Like I want to play it, but I don't have time to play. It. I don't even have time to play the f- bajillion games that I've got right now well, that I haven't hardly touched. Well, here's the thing: uh, the first difficulty is kind of just a joyful romp through the game. You get to see all the content. Mm-hmm. They they learned a lot from WoW in terms of they want everybody to see the content on a very accessible level. So. They don't make it hard. They give it to you. You want to see the game? Just put a few hours in. You'll see the game. Then it starts to ramp up to where the people, you know, it gets challenging. It starts to get interesting to people who want to challenge themselves. And it goes as far as you want. And Inferno is a prime example of that. It's like, do you want to go to this this really fucking hard thing? Well, we've got it for you. You love Super Meat Boy? Well, it's way harder than Super Meat Boy. You like that? How them apples, bitch? Uh, so, you know, nobody's beaten it including them, <laughs> and uh, it sounds like a great time to me. I'm if in- even they have never beaten it, how do they know that it's beatable? Well, they have test tools. Test tools? Fucking humans! Uh, I don't think they want it beatable. Mm. I mean, it's... 
probably beatable. Someone, someone is a number mu- masher over there. A number muncher. <laughs> uh, there is no, someone is a number masher there, and is probably really spent the last well, how long has it been development? Eight years <laughs> trying to figure out those numbers. So you know, I believe them. They may tune it down. They'll probably tune it down when they have the expansion. Yeah. So maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if it doesn't last long enough, I'll have Borderlands 2 in September. <laughs> and that looks really fucking awesome, yeah, too. Yeah, it really, really does. Yeah. I'm excited about really that, too. It really does. So more Warp endless wub. Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> more Wub Wub. <laughs> more Wub And that, that yeah. So uh, cool. Diablo 3. That's, that's from here on out. Yeah, I'm just going to write that in the agenda and leave play. it there from now on. It's, it's, like, it's, it's Andy DePel. Andy Pedel, this guy. Megatron. Absolutely. Absolutely. James Sykes, Diablo 3. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. What about you, Eddie? What have you been playing lately? Well, out of all the games that I have on my shelf that are still in the packaging, <laughs> yeah, I, have a, I have an assortment of them. Stuff that came out years ago, too. Like Castlevania something something or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So I chose... <coughs> To start playing Arkham City and uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Um, Arkham City, I'm very, very pleased with. What, what, uh, what they did, though, is that they, they really ramped up the difficulty this time. Um, as I, as uh, Arkham Asylum, I played through twice. I played on medium and I played on hard. And on hard, it wasn't even very difficult. It was still a pretty simple run through. Uh, and what I what I did like they changed is they actually make you want to see the game this time because in Arkham Asylum, yes. so you're yeah, not we, always in detective. You're mode. not always in detective <laughs> mode, and you miss all these great visuals. But now you know with Arkham with uh, Arkham City, you actually don't want to be in detective mode all the time. So you actually get to see the uh, the beautiful graphics, the, uh, the the detail to a lot of the characters. Uh, you know, especially when you get into the villains. You know, with Tooth Face, uh, Joker, mm-hmm. Clayface. They threw every Batman every Batman villain in Batman lore in the game at some point and you run across them. I mean, you, you even like Zaz, Zaz makes an appearance, you know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, Hush is in there, you know, everything. So, I mean, if you're a Batman fan, it's a great game. They really, they really, uh, they really did an overhaul with a lot of the, uh, a lot of the weapons. Uh, you even get to play as Bruce Wayne at some point. I mean, it's, it's a really great game. The storyline is awesome. The only problem I see is that if you play just the storyline, you can actually run through the game in probably a day, a day and a half. Mm. The side stories, the Riddler trophies, and the and those things, that's what actually makes the game worth playing. The storyline is good, but it's short. But yeah. the added content is what makes the game worth playing. Get, that's where you get your hours. That's where you get like 20, 25. When you say points. like a day, a day and a half, what do you mean? Do you, do you mean like four-hour playthrough or ten-hour playthrough? Like what are we talking about here? We're talking about... Mm, we're talking about like a twelve, maybe twelve, like twelve hour playthrough. Not bad. That's that's an uncharted game. Well, what we're I saying, mean, what I'm saying is that's provided that you die as many times as I did. The <laughs> game, the game. I mean, for the for the for the Arkham Asylum experts, I mean, it took me forever to platinum the game. But for the Arkham Asylum experts, yeah, you're probably going to run through the game. You know, but me, I, I died. Quite I a think bit. that's just fine for a for a action game like Pretty that. Much, yeah, twelve like, hours is. Just about right. At least that's that's just about right for me. Like that's the that's about the length of game that I like to play. So you all are such fucking adults. <laughs> Twelve hours being a long content for a game. Come on, listen. We've got Fantasy Star Coop <laughs> Two coming up. I didn't say I didn't say it was long. Game is at I least was... seventy hours long. <laughs> I'm, I'm ninety uh, hours of grinding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I didn't say it was a long game. I said that that was just right for me. Uh, There's uh, a difference. I'm, I'm, I'm being an asshole. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, right, James? Yeah, you're being an asshole. Yeah. I mean, but like games like Metal Gear Solid Three and Four, are just oh. way too long for for a game of that style, a third person third person action game. Like you don't want to sit down and play forty hours of freaking storyline. Hmm. I guess those days are gone where the length of the game actually meant content. Uh, well, in in the day and age where you can you can create like cinematics the way you can now, and you can create an actual feel and a story for a game instead of just having to load it up with content just to have something there. Then yeah, I think that shorter games can be good as long as they're well well done. Well, I have sure. a person play a game forever when you can just have them buy more of your games. Yeah, there sure. you go. Yeah. There you go. Like just like Square has been doing for a million years. <laughs> <laughs> but they just they just have to buy the same game over and over. Yeah, again. I was gonna say. <laughs> I know. I know for for Arkham for Arkham City. I mean, I'm a huge Batman fan, so if the storyline is freaking days long, I'm not going to really care. I mean, I almost peed my pants when he changed into Batman, so <laughs> I was just like, oh, there's Batman, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, you know, that that's me, That and if you're a Batman fan, you know, you, you'll love the game. Uh, I have nothing actually really bad to say about it. I mean, it's a very satisfying game. That game drove Mark Hamill into retirement. It, it did. <laughs> it did. It did. Now, however, that, uh, that Marvel vs. Capcom 3, that game, it's it, you know, Capcom, <laughs> Crapcom. That's what they should call themselves because they just they they do think you know they put out Marvel's Capcom three, and then they wait a couple months and they put out Ultimate Marvel Capcom three. They're just milking you for money consistently over and over. It's like they're on their fourth rendition of Street Fighter four. Uh-huh. You know they're just they're just constantly milking me for money, and I'm a fool because I keep buying these games. And it's not a new concept <laughs> for them either. It it's like it Street isn't. Fighter two, Super Street Fighter two, Hyper Street Fighter two. I hear the game's real. Super Street too. Fighter two, Hyper Fighting, Super Street Fighter two, Tournament Edition, Super Street Fighter two, blah blah blah. <laughs> super Super Hyper Action, Go Go Street Fighter two. You know, like he, he just said the word <laughs> balance. I think to get a reaction out of me. That is the most, <laughs> that, that is the most unbalanced. Shit, I've ever you, played. Like, you're, you're shocked. Certain Capcom, ca- has Capcom ever put out a balance? No, game? they have not. And certain characters are just better. Third just, Strike, Third Strike, Third Strike was, was fairly balanced. Pretty well Third balanced. Strike, you could you could be pretty good with any character in that so, game. Yes. So would anybody? Are you a competitive fighting yeah. game player? Like, yes. Uh, uh, so without you, what you're saying is without some severe handicaps in terms of what can and cannot be played, what characters can and cannot be played, it wouldn't be played competitively. My, my pinnacle the, example of uh, a, a, one of the best uh, balanced fighting games is Soul Calibur 2. Yes, I would like agree. in terms of just balance all the way through, that game is near <coughs> perfect. Yes, that game I, is I would agree. Awesome. That that game that game definitely has a, a, a fair, uh, excellent amount of balance, but with with Marvel, they clearly the mutants are clearly favored over the the Street Fighter characters, like, and that's that's a trend that they've been doing all the way from MVC one. You know, the 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 Street Fighter characters have always been just not up to par with the mutants. I mean, as it should be. I mean, the guys are the mutants and they have special powers. As sure, and, just, and except just for Guile. Guile yeah. is better than everybody. And yes, I gotta say, yes. I gotta say that's probably I, I would assume that a a fairly decent chunk of that is the Marvel license yes. and Marvel going, why is he getting beat by Ryu? He yes. needs, he needs to be more powerful. Clearly well, needs to be more well, powerful. Well, than that's that. the exception though. That's the exception. <clears throat> Ryu in every game, oh, he's they always, they always beef him up because, you know, he's the flag character, mm-hmm. you know, for Capcom for the street fighter franchise. So he's not going to be weak. And Akuma, 
because he's this ultra powerful fighting demon that he you know he's always he always which is funny because the first time Akuma showed up he was terrible like in Street Fighter Alpha or was it Alpha no it was it was Street Fighter two Turbo Champion Edition the new challengers and he shows up as a hidden character and kills Bison yeah and he was as a playable character he was awful when he when he he could throw air fireballs what about Saget Uh, he uppercuts with his Hip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't listen. Will, how can will, anybody be Tiger? We will not speak. We will not speak bad about Sagat. He's listen, awesome. You he's get hit like by one of the best characters ever. You get hit by his lower shin. Yeah, it's an uppercut. Yeah, no you're problem. damn right. Yeah. Hey, that's just how it has to work for him to be. <laughs> what about Adon? Come on. He stands what? on one foot the whole time, and he manages to pull that off. How? Chicken poop. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but. You know, not to not to drive it into the ground, but I mean, you know, overall, it's an average it's an average fighting game. It doesn't do the fighting game general justice. And what they've been doing lately, and with a lot of the new fighting games, they've been dumbing them down so that new players can pick up the game and instantly be, I guess, more better than average, as opposed yeah. to actually. I remember when you had to put hours and hours of time into a fighting game to be, you know, to be competitive at any level, and now they just dumb them down because nobody wants to actually. St- study and put in hours in practice mode sounds like you need more guilty gear in your life oh, i love yeah. gu- i blaze love blue? guilty yeah. gear blaze blue i like blaze blue too i, I like have i have several copies of that japanese copies included so yeah i'm a big fan of blaze blue blaze blue is, is a really is yeah. really good this the character lineup is so skimpy i think that's the biggest problem with yeah. that game that's fair and every time they, they comes out they give you like one more character in the corner i'm also one of the only people on the planet that actually really liked king of fighters 11 like um, yeah, I really did. I thought that it was, was fun. Horrible. Everyone says it, but Ooh, I liked it. That was horrible. It might and not the have online been online play was disgusting. Well, I don't play it online, okay. so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> but but I had a lot of fun with that game. But I I mean I still don't get me wrong. I'm still a, uh, King Fighters O two is still probably my favorite. King Fighters ninety nine. Ninety nine. Really? 98. Nin- 98. 98. There we go. 98. 98, the, 98 and 02 are the, the two best, in my opinion. I, I believe CVS 2 is still better than those games. <gasps> hmm. CVS 2. Except they had a lot of broken characters, and there's yeah. a lot of broke stuff going on in that game. But CVS 2 is it's one of the best fighters. It, I think it's better than anything in the King of Fighters, King of Fighters uh, Interesting. stack. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. You guys should actually just fight right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what what about you, James? What have you been playing? Uh, certainly not in any new games. I have Diablo three coming out in a week. So I've been going back and playing Mega Man. Uh, I played Mega Man three, beat it uh, over the weekend. Um, almost done with Mega Man four as well. Nice. Um, and and someday when we do the show, I will be very prepared. Them. Yes. Who's, so. your f- who's your favorite uh, bad guy in four? In four, yeah. Pharaoh Man. Pharaoh Man. Pharaoh Man. He's on the like, box yes. cover. Yeah. Man. Like, isn't he? Like, yes. Toad Man's the most interesting design, but like the boss fight is the easiest boss fight in the history of gaming. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Dust Man. No, the easiest boss fight in the history of gaming is in Final Fantasy VII when you go into the one dungeon and you fight the dude. All you gotta do is throw a phoenix down on him, and he dies. Uh. Yeah, this, but this you, is, you this can't is beat that if you're easy. stupid. Yeah. This is equally easy. You stand under him. You stand next to him. You shoot him. He jumps over you. You turn around and shoot him again. He jumps back over you. You turn around and shoot him again. He jumps back over you. <laughs> you just keep doing that, and the fight's over. <laughs> Are you comatose? If no, <laughs> you win. If, you if win. no, you get rain flush. <laughs> So 
So for the last, uh, well, technically, <laughs> four hours. Technically, four weeks, more like mm, a day and a half. <laughs> uh, we've been playing Fantasy Star Two. Uh, it's a Genesis game. Came out in 1990 in the U.S. Came out in 89 in Japan, 90 in the U.S. Is on the published by Sega. Uh, Sega. A basically a direct competitor to Final Fantasy at the time. It was an RPG that was attempting to be something different. Um, and uh, I don't really know where to start with this one, so why don't you guys start while I go find all of the notes that I wrote down that are going to shit all over people's dreams. <laughs> I don't actually know where to start with this game. Uh, I have I have funny things to say. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy Star, it's, it's very different than, than other RPG franchises. It's it's very sci-fi, um, which is something I appreciated. Like, every other final, every other RPG game from that time period is just swords and sorcery and, and, and things like that. And it was... Being in a in a futuristic world where everyone has like laser guns and plasma <laughs> knives and uh, and your chick has a crowbar, yeah, yeah, steel that was bar. weird. A steel bar in each hand uh, that she awesome. wields like a fucking like like a claw. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? yeah, it took me a while to figure that out. Like that, you go to the shop and you're like, hey, chick lay person, why don't you get a weapon? And then the, the shopkeeper's like, are you fucking idiot? And you're like, well, I guess you can't equip that one, because I don't have a guide. One right. thing that should be noted with this, it oh, came with a 110-page okay. hint guide, which is actually <laughs> the instruction book. Uh, the key part of this is that pretty much everything just has three characters in it. So, oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, four. there's for character names and save files, it's four, and then all of the I think it's all the items. All the items have like six characters. Like okay. you, you can have the word crowbar, so seven. Yeah. Um, but the the names of weapons aren't very long. It's very, very, very old school. And, and all and the menu options are all four four characters. Three. No, it's four because you can have like f- fight and strategy are F G H T and S T G Y or something like I that. It, like yeah, like so. I thought it was and F G T. I thought it was F G T. Yeah, because S T R. No, no, no. The heel spell is R E S. Yes. Risks. Spell names. Spell names are three digits. <laughs> Menu options outside, like like, because you have item and item is spelled out, right? So oh, it's yeah, like yeah, item yeah. and uh, fucking tech, tech, which oh yeah, it was tech, and all yeah. of that. You're right. All you're that right, kind you're of right, stuff. Right. So um, so weird. That is that is so. Well, they were the, on a budget and they were paying by the letter. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to you have to give them some credit. This did not. This did not feel not like a sixteen bit game at all. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Um, but think about it. In ni- 1990. Final Fantasy had not come out when this had already come out. Not in the U.S. It, it came out in Japan. In the US. Really? It came out. Well, Final Fantasy in in Japan came out in like 1988, and it took two years, two so or three years for it to, to come out to, to the U.S. Because yeah. Square didn't. Square was too busy uh, uh, pushing Rad Racer, and, <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and, and going bankrupt, and going bankrupt, and didn't think the U.S. market would spend money on an RPG. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the key thing is, when you look at this game in comparison to Final Fantasy, and you look at the battle scenes, you're like, oh my god, this is awesome! Everything is animated, and like, the sound sucks, but listen, <laughs> it's animated, and it's pretty fucking wild! And, I mean, looking back at it, yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Well, compared to Final... I mean, if you're talking about Final Com- Fantasy Compared to the, one, final, the Final Fantasy box of enemies, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final Fantasy 1 uh, was... I mean, f- I mean... 
just in basic co- comparisons, this was a Genesis game and that was an NES game. Yeah. So you're automatically going to have a little bit better graphics, and that's and that's actually so. I really want to I really want to touch on the lack of fucking info in this game before I move on to the good things. Yeah. Because one of the biggest fucking problems I had trying to play this game again, you don't know what anything is. Anything. You no idea. You have no idea what your spells do. You have no idea what your abilities do. You have no <laughs> idea who can equip what weapons. Yeah. Um, there is absolutely no way to tell how an item or how an, a piece of equipment is going to affect your character when you're buying it. So you're like, oh, I'm going to go into the store. I can buy what it was, steel bar. Who can use the steel bar? I don't know. Mm. Uh, fuck it. I'm, okay, I'll buy the steel bar. Who can equip it? Uh, well, the only way I can find out is to try and equip it on somebody. Oh, no, they can't equip it. Oh, I do equip it on her and have no clue what it did. No idea how it raised my attack level. No idea. Nothing. Can't can't yeah. figure anything out. The, the other thing this game doesn't do very well, or, or at all, is it doesn't, uh, at least in the beginning, it gives you no idea of where you're actually supposed to be going. Right. Um, the Final Fantasy games were were pretty good at but at least for the direction. first the first dungeon or two at least yeah. like even on the overworld you had a path where you follow the path and you got yeah. to where you were going nope. you could stray off the path and level up and and grind if you wanted to but if you follow the path you would get where you're going yeah. and in this game there's no fucking idea where the hell you're going yeah. you you have no idea where you're going because you walk you walk out of the town and you're you're enclosed okay I go north <laughs> into the pipe I yeah. get out of the pipe uh, yeah exactly and second fucking rant that I'm going to go off of is the fact that the movement in this game is just slow enough to just piss you off. (laughs) Just slow enough to be so fucking aggravating that you're just like, it's not, it's not so slow that you're like, that you can, you immediately notice, right? It's not so slow that you're like, wow, this is really fucking like, it's not Pokemon without the running shoes slow. It's it's just a little slow, but then after a while, you're like, Jesus fucking Christ! I just want to get to point B. <laughs> Let me go, and and you're in the 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 amount, the sheer volume of random battles in this game. When you're when you walk that slow, and then every five steps, you're, you're and the distance between towns is so far too that yeah. the random battles just. Like you either have to stick by one town, or you have to just run, 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 trying to get to the next place. Everything now, now that that is, I, I'm not sure if it's a blessing or a curse with this game. Everything is big, like everything is big in this game. Uh, the towns are big. Even the small towns are are bigger than they are in Final Fantasy games. I yeah, think like yeah. the Final Fantasy towns are very compact, yeah. um, which is a benefit for Final Fantasy games because you can kind of you can see a lot of what's going on, right? right? You can see like if you if you stop anywhere in town, you can at least see two or three of the doorways that you can go into. Right. You can yeah, see what right. they are. Yeah. This game nah, they just spread everything out for no good reason. Um, so you're you're in with the aggravatingly slow walking, you're just kind of walking forever, even when you're in town. But once you get out into the plains, you're just like, where the you're fuck a speck do I go? In a fucking dust storm. Yeah, where do I go? Um, and the 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 size of the towns is one of the things that kind of bothered me. It didn't it didn't aggravate me as much as it was just a little annoying. Where if I want to go. From first of all, I need to save my game. I have to go back to a fucking town to do it, which is typical RPG. I'm not really worried too much about that. There's no quick save option, Especially which is something time. that came later. For the time, yeah. that's pretty yeah. standard. 
but that's also been that you know everyone knows my opinions on jrpgs on this show i'm not yeah. a, not a jrpg fan so in this case it's one of the aggravations um but if i want to walk from like my house to the hospital or the hospital to the item shop it's just it's just it just takes forever it takes forever to get from point A to point B, and and it's little things like that shouldn't take a long time because especially later in the game when you're already like, I know what I need to do, just let me do it. Yeah. The first dungeon is the worst offender, though. The first dungeon, oh God, the yeah. fucking sure, or I think is what it's called, or shul, or I fucking don't remember. Who knows the <laughs> first dungeon is so sprawlingly large yeah. and not in a good way, right? And there's there's no rhyme or reason to it either. Right. It's just it's this this massive spirals that you have to go through to get to the end mm-hmm. and you have no good idea which way to go. There's no um there's no no hints or anything. Um Mike John, what are you looking up on your phone? I'm looking up fantasy star stuff. <laughs> Why? Why aren't you talking to us about Fantasy Star stuff? Because I want to find more information about it, and you have important rants to do. <laughs> <laughs> These are this important whole, things. This whole goddamn show is going to be me ranting. Uh, so, so before, before oh, wait did, a second. Isn't yeah. that every show? No, actually, no. it's not. No. So before we get into before we get into the dungeon sizes, because the dungeon size, holy shit, the dungeon sizes. I, I want to try and talk about some of the good things. Like that, that I wrote down, because like I was telling you guys uh, in, in the break, like uh, I I wrote down a list of good things, and I have <coughs> six good things in my list of good things that I that sure. I like, and then I started writing down my list of bad things, and I never finished it because my list of bad things, and I'll probably touch on all these, but I want to read it off. Is like good things. The graphics are really pretty. Yeah, like the environments are a little bland. But overall, I like the sprite designs. I like the the um, I like most of the enemy designs. They look really good. Um, on that note, the battle and spell animations when you're in combat are really cool. Yeah. Um, I it when I first started playing it, I was I was a little worried about the behind the character like combat mechanic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it it actually I, I kind of like the way it looks, it was, especially it was very reminiscent of uh, like the old D and D. Gold box games. Uh, well, that too. Uh, the the game that the, this feels most like to me, because I didn't play this when it first came out, um, mm-hmm. this game feels a lot like the Final Fantasy Legends series on the Game Boy. I never played those games. I never played that. Uh, I played the shit out of those games. Uh, these games are... The, yeah, They're really good. They are. They're very uh, two good. and three are good. One is... Well, that's another One show. is very old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but two and three have a, have a very similar combat style. That you, okay. don't, you don't get to see the characters themselves because it's a Game Boy and you're looking at... Right, way too much stuff on the screen, but you're looking at the enemies and animation battle animations go on the enemies, and it it works really well. Yeah, I really liked the way that they did the battle animations, where you know your character steps up and actually has an animation for a swing that's pretty well done. Yeah, um, and for for full disclosure's sake, the reason why Eddie is so quiet over there is because he didn't actually get to play the game. Okay, wait, show. it was not actually my fault. <laughs> the technical difficulties, you know, I depended on a buddy. Who got rid of the Genesis collection that the game was actually on? But I was gonna had a remedy for that. I was gonna download it on my iPhone. Well, that fell through. So <laughs> then I'm pulling memories from when uh, I had a buddy who actually did have the game, and when I caught him playing it, he was—I don't exactly remember where he was, but he was a couple hours actually into the game, and he had already. So he got, was still in the first field grinding. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but he, by this time, he had actually he had gone actually, back to town nine times already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And I remember he had he actually had the fight the uh, the fight the fighter at that time. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was asking him, I was like, "Hey, why aren't you using why aren't you uh, using spells with your fighter?" Also, and he's like, "Fighter has no spells." Yeah. And I was like, "Wait, why is the fighter having no spells? Like because he's a melee character he doesn't get spells?" And I just thought that was so horrible because, <laughs> I mean, in in other games like uh, like everybody can use magic. You know, it's not just you know hell to the magic user but you know like you guys were saying before it was an old game it, i mean it, it was a it was a a segue to a lot of other uh rpg games and i mm-hmm. think they changed that later on that you know everybody can use magic and just yeah. not the broad you know just not the they just make it so that the magic that they use is complementary to whatever to their what other they're doing are. Exactly yeah, what their yeah. skill set exactly well don't mistake skills for magic right like you may be saying hey they don't have magic but you want like interesting skills, basically. So it's like, okay, well, a warrior doesn't always cast spells, but they may have this like sure know, super awesome sword throw attack, you know. Like, but this hey. guy, this guy in this game, it's all it's all his it's equipment. All, yeah, that's it. It's all right. He, he has nothing. All physical. He's he. I guess he gets spells later in the game. Or oh, something. really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But there there is a guy in this game that just doesn't get any spells. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I don't I don't have a problem with that. I don't. I'm kind of I'm kind of split. Like. Part of me is like, yeah, that's kind of dumb. But part of me is like, well, maybe, like, like you said, if he's got better skills later, if if he starts doing like insane amounts of damage with his attacks or do something like that to make up for the fact that he doesn't have spells, then maybe it's okay. I never got that well, far. Well, I never got far enough. Apparently, to it out. where my buddy was at is that at that time the the fighter was like the strongest physical person in his mm-hmm. in his party. So, I mean, it kind of made up for. It, but yeah. you know, I still think the fighter should have like some type of. I don't know, blessing of Raj, where they, 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 they glow, and then all of a sudden, like their attacks are just takes you know. up too much memory. Listen, yeah. they, had, they only had they only had six mags. Yeah. I can I can imagine the way they started planning for this game. They're like, all right, listen, guys, development team guys, and maybe ladies, but we're Japanese, so we don't have to be ladies. <laughs> no, there, uh, were, there were no women on that staff. No women on the staff. Except for coffee. And yeah. Uh, anyway, racism aside, Some, something uh, racism and sexism aside. Uh, <laughs> So they're like, listen, we're going to make the biggest fucking game we can make. But uh, because of that, we got to like pinch memory where we can. So we're like, all right, we can only have three characters for spells. <laughs> so like, just get creative. Like, ah, and, like, <laughs> and back. Well, that's the healing yeah. spell. I don't do yeah. fucking back teen. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just get creative, like, do whatever, right? We need to save space. That so, uh, you know, I, I personally, the first thing I did was try to name my character Fagballs, and that didn't work, so I was like, <laughs> well, I'll name my character Mike. <laughs> I was still able to name mine my, my standard dude. 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 Yeah. I started dude. naming my save files Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that worked, because that's four characters. Uh, so the they're like, shit. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, well, we need to, to save space here. So they, they, they were probably like, well, we got to make one of the characters boring to save memory, because cartridge space <laughs> was actually important. Like, well, you know, there's this... So in the center of town, there's a library, but we can't have too many words in the library, so we'll only give it two options. One of them is leave and the other one is <laughs> and the other one is go to your room and then it's like do you want to like get some baggage oh, I mean it's a big word right there so yeah. they obviously put something into that so you're like uh, well, you no I don't have any baggage I'm, I'm cool with the world so I'm gonna leave I mean you know and then you've also got the girl who's the thief 
and she can steal, which is excellent. And but every time she steals something, you have to go back and get her, and that leads to the whole walking thing. Uh. Now we're back, to the, <laughs> now we're back walking, 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 so I can go get the chick who got picked up by the cops after stealing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I gotta bail her out. She's just—it's not, it's not even like she's in jail or anything. She's just sitting in your house, like she's like like she's yeah, guilty about stealing that, or something. That's one of the things that bothered me about this game was the fact that like, uh, and I only encountered it once because I only got one ex- or two extra characters. But like, I, I after reading about it, I found out that. Every time you, well, first of all, you get a new character that you can put into your party basically every time there's a major event or every time you go to a new town. But they only show up at your house. You You have have to to walk into your house house. and then you get a knock at the door and there's a guy at your house saying he wants to join your party. And it doesn't (laughs) matter what fucking planet you're on when this happens. It's like, it's like, oh, I heard of your exploits in the other galaxy and I would like to join your party. But dude, I'll meet you at your house. First at all, least you I, are, I'm, I'm taking the bus. I'll meet you at your why house. Why are you at my house when I'm not there? That's <laughs> yeah. what I want to know first of all. How'd you get in? At <laughs> least in this game, though, if you go to a town, you can teleport back to your hometown. That is yeah. fair. That was, which is, yeah. Except for which, the fact that you have to fucking pay for it. <laughs> like everything else in this game, you have to pay out the ass L- to listen, do anything. Listen, teleportation is a real expensive science. So That's just like everything else in life. You have to pay <laughs> for it. Like... Yeah, teleportation. I mean, if we had teleportation, it would cost an arm and a leg. Now they'd be taxing you. I, I love the concept that the, the new character goes to your house. Like, like, oh, hey, dude, I've uh, been in your house. Your chips are pretty good. <laughs> uh, you want to join? Right, let's let's party together. Yeah, yeah. party. So, so back on the the few good things that I wrote down, the music in the game is really good. Like I, I thought the music, even it didn't, it never got repetitive to me. And uh, yes, it, I, it music, sounded, it's, it was typical Genesis sounds, but at least the music composition was good. What do you I mean, thought. typical like, Genesis, like <laughs> typical <laughs> shitty Genesis noises? <laughs> yeah. Wait, Ed, wait, it's more muffled than that. You're inside a cup the whole time when you're playing this. We just, dis- we have discussed this on this podcast before. I believe I talked about this in the Sonic <laughs> episode. How the Genesis automatically infuses awesome into all soundtracks. Uh, so here's the thing: Sega Genesis does guitar better than any of the other systems for its time, right? Uh, go and listen. Oh, come on, come on! It's fucking awesome. Well, that's it's like, because it do you was want the Genesis. Genesis uh, does, man. Yeah, I mean, go listen to like Earthworm Jim two, and then on the SNES, and then listen to it on the Genesis. They're both great soundtracks. The 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 Genesis one is highly inferior, but more awesome because it's on <laughs> <What>? Genesis. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that made Genesis a, maybe possibly a better system was that they were more they were more into adult content. SNES was like really geared towards children, so they 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 took a lot of the mean things out. That sure. like Genesis came out, Mortal Kombat came out, and it was like blood everywhere, and then. And you know, sweat. sweat and sweat, blood, sweat, tears, oil, whatever. whatever User game you need to change it sort of to a pinkish, <laughs> red, pinkish to everything. Uh, so, I mean, back to the the Earthworm Jim thing. It, Sega Genesis did the guitar so well because everything sounded like garbled shit on it, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it, 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 the guitar so, so awesome. So the it Genesis was like, <laughs> all the time. It, it was, was great because the sound was so the horrible. horrible. That's so Genesis the was the like. grunge garage band of its yeah. time, right? Yeah. You're, like, you're like, oh, this is from Jim, but it's <laughs> 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 go listen to like the cool spot soundtrack. <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Genesis was the 1989 Danny Elfman. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. You can't rip on it. It's year 2012. I played this game on the Genesis collection off the PC. Okay. And why can't we just remaster the audio? I never want to listen to this. Because then it's not free money. Yeah. You think they're going to spend money on these things? They're they're barely willing to spend the money on the emulator. Fair. So... Developers even, cost and, a lot of money. Come and on. Even in even then, I am willing to bet that the emulator that they used on the Genesis collection is just a port of some fucking freeware emulator That's that probably, a hacker made. Yeah, it's probably Genesis that they purchased. Yeah, they right. Pro- they probably it, yeah, pulled. They, the, it. they probably just bought it. They didn't buy it. They fucking stole it from somebody that made it for they, free, and then they, they threatened just it with the lawsuit. Yeah, right, yeah. Give us your code, or we'll see you in oblivion. The fact that Sega works just out of like a Sega works out of like a two story apartment now in Tokyo. <laughs> the last good thing that I had written about the game was the Ryuka spell is an awesome idea for a low-level character. That's the spell that allows you to escape a dungeon and then go back to your town. Like, mm-hmm. that is probably one of the best first-level spells I've ever seen in an RPG because it is the oh-fuck-get-me-out-of-here spell, which is necessary for this game because it's fucking hard like it is high level grindy shit yeah. right from the get go, and then and then so so we can touch on any of these points you want, but I'm going to read this list that I came up with after I did the good can stuff. I, can, is, I, can I can I can I do one st- more good point? Yeah, go, this, go, go ahead. I, I'm sure you agree with this. this is a good point. Oh, uh, when you go into combat and you choose fight, the battle happens. Yeah, you don't have to put another input in unless <laughs> I, you want to. You know, I actually really did like that. I thought that I thought that the 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 method that allows you uh, to do fine control, like other RPGs, by selecting strategy, and then you have to select like order and a character, yeah. like it's really obtuse. Like you can't; f- it's not it's easy to figure out. Yeah, it's not the uh, it's not the greatest. But once you put your order in, like, so I want my healer to heal, and then you do that. And then they start fighting again. You don't have to worry about putting another input yes. in. Right, right, right. No, I agree. I, I like the fight option because if I don't want to think about it, if I just want to face roll, it just lets me hit a button and face roll. Yeah. Um, Which so, is perfect because you'll be grinding this game for approximately 4,000 hours. Yeah. So here's the here's the way that I wrote things down. And when I start yelling, it's because I wrote it in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> it says... Uh, don't know what items do. Yeah. Can't see how equipment will affect stats. Movement is sluggish. Everything's expensive. <laughs> menu navigation is horrible. <laughs> Finishing a task in a menu exits it completely. Grindy, grindy. <laughs> too many random battles. Early progression is way too slow. Cities are horribly laid out. Buildings feel like random maps rather than logical layouts. <laughs> and I have to go back to my home to get new people. And that was just the start of my list. And the I've touched on some of those already. But like the finishing a task in the menus, like you do, you go into a menu, you go into a sub menu, you go into a sub sub menu, you go into a sub sub menu. You select an item, you select the character that you're going to attach the item to. You use the item. Now, what I want to do is I want to use my second healing item on another character. Nope exits me all the way out of the menu and I start from fucking scratch. Jesus Christ, Luke, have you played games before? It's, <laughs> a, men- it's a menu-based no. fucking game! I should be able to back up one step. I can do that in Final Fantasy. 
even from the get-go, I could do that in Final Fantasy. They have no excuse for having menus that a, exit all the way no, out. No, it's on a Genesis. It's made of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it's automatically lower quality. Come on. Like, Sonic was on the Genesis, and that doesn't have level design either. It just cut and paste. It's like, random bullshit. Don't yeah. know which way you're going, but we've got this little blue dude. Genesis is right home of shovelware since 1989. Uh, I mean... Come on, have you played an RPG from 20 years ago? Yes, I, I have. They're not good. They're not good. They are not user-friendly. That's fair. There are games from this same era that are way more user-friendly sure. than this one. Uh, in Dragon my Warrior. opinion. But it's grindier. Dragon Warrior is not user-friendly. Oh, my Dragon God. Warrior. Menu systems in it are way, user, way more user-friendly user than this. Yeah, the but you have to go itself- through three menus to talk to someone. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Sure. But at least you know where you're going to go. <laughs> and, and when you're done with that conversation, you only have to go back one fucking and the, step. The best, right? the, oh. the best way is when you start a conversation. And this happens in Fantasy Star 2 as well. Uh, when you press the A button or whatever input it is to 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 examine something in uh-huh. an in an empty space and it's like nothing happened nothing is here doesn't look unusual where as in Dragon Warrior one it was like you went into that menu and you were like oh I'm gonna investigate and it was like nothing here but bricks. <laughs> and then you back out of that menu and be like, you turn to the. Oh, I just wanted to talk to the fucking king. <laughs> <laughs> well, the king is not here. He may be to your left, but it, the game doesn't give you that liberty. So. Oh my god! Also, enjoy talking to these bricks. Yeah. This uh, this could be. So, full disclosure: I played this game for. I put probably seven hours, maybe eight hours. More than I put into it. I didn't get very far at all. Uh, it took me so long to get through that first fucking dungeon uh, just because it was so big and it, I had to walk everywhere and so slow. Um, and then it's completely obtuse about the... It's got the little fucking teleporter shoot pad things. How the fuck am I supposed to know that yellow means up and red means down? Because you know what? It doesn't tell me anywhere in the fucking game. Uh, it probably I'm, tells you in the 110-page strategy yeah, yeah, guide does. slash it booklet. Does. But that being said, the, the walking and the fighting and the fucking battles and <laughs> the the fact that the the weird progression system where like Ray is that her name? Nay, Nay, the Nay. chick. Yeah. Nay. It's Nay. She it was for some reason. Oh, Ray. It's So Nay progresses so much faster than, than er- Rolf. Yeah. Like I was same fights, same number of points. By the time I finished that first dungeon, she was level eight and Rolf was level four. Like that kind of thing, you know, explain that shit. Like it's um They really like Nay. It's like old school D and D. It's like second ed D and D, where like the thief gets more experience points than everyone else, even though they nobody wants do, to though be he doesn't the fucking thief. do no, anything. Exactly. Essentially, um, so but all of that combined, this is without a doubt, if not the, then at least one of the grindiest RPGs I've ever played. Like so much grinding that is that is one hundred percent necessary. Like not even just not even just kind of necessary but like if you don't fucking grind and it's not even just grinding levels it's like i have to run out here and i have to fight a bunch of fucking monsters to get enough money so that i can buy a second steel bar and a knife (laughs) and then i go back out and i fight for another few hours just so that i can go replace that knife with a sword and then 
and then maybe you can get through the dungeon, but you probably won't because you'll get halfway through the dungeon, you get your ass handed to you, you'll have to teleport back to town to heal, and then you go grind some more and then get a headgear and then go back to the dungeon and grind through all that shit Welcome again to get right back where RPGs. you were. And it's like, this is, but this is worse. I don't. Have you played Dragon Warrior? Yes, I have played Dragon Warrior, but I don't remember it. It's a long fucking time it's ago. It's probably grindier. Um, yeah, mm, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking maybe. at James. Maybe, I never I played Dragon played... Warrior One. Dragon Warrior Two did not seem as grindy as this game. Dragon Warrior Two is not as grindy. I haven't played it recently, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. I do know that this, in recent memory, this is the grindiest RPG I've played. Now, keep in mind, I also haven't played any of the Disguise games, which fucking Andy says are is just grinding. It's just a grind fest, and that's all it is. It's grinding and grinding. Um, this, I, I don't know. I just wanted to. I wanted to try and get through the obtuse storyline that I had no idea what was going on, and I could—I never got storyline. I yeah. got—I—I I got like some weird dream at the beginning, and it's like go out, figure out what the fuck's going on with Mother Brain, <laughs> and I go out, but it's and not then spelled I, Mother Brain, and then I, I spelled Mother Brain, <laughs> and then I go, and then I go to a town that's bombed, and they're like scoundrels bombed our town. Go find the scoundrels. So you go find the scoundrels. The scoundrels are dead. What the fuck? Why are the scoundrels dead? Oh, because the monsters killed them all. So you get their dynamite, and then you're like, oh, go rescue this chick. And you grind and grind and grind and grind and grind and grind and grind, and you rescue this chick, and she's like, take me back to my father. They put a veil over her head to conceal her identity for the trip, and when you get back to town, the I don't know if it's the town guard or if it's the king or whoever in the town that you take her back to goes... Who the fuck are you? Give me all your money. And she goes, what? And he's like, fuck you. And kills her. And that's where I stopped. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you right in the fucking fuck hole. I just spent hours just trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And all of that wiped clean. And now Why I have you no idea what I'm doing. And Man. I'm just like. Like the the story progression in this game is real bad compared to to Dragon Warrior or Final Fantasy, where at least you're getting you're getting pieces of the story fed to you every hour or so. Right. Yeah. In this story. Game, there's no story in Dragon Warrior One and Final Fantasy One. What are you talking about? I'm talking more okay. DW two and FF franchise. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But this is this is a number two, sir. This is not yeah. the first of this game. This franchise. So yeah. in the storyline area. When was Dragon Warrior 4? 90... It was one of the last NES games, 92? Yeah, it was super late. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm making comparisons here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I don't have some of those comparisons to, to make. So, I like, Dragon Warrior... I cannot say that I have played enough Dragon Warrior in any any version to make any kind of reasonable opinion about that that franchise with the exception i played uh <laughs> dragon quest 9 a bunch which i and i actually really like that game um but like i don't know this is this is one of the grindiest experiences i've ever had with a role playing game and on top of that it it's and it's not just grindy because of the level progression and shit like that would be acceptable but Every aspect of the game makes it feel grindier than it m- is. Yeah. The the slow walking, the constant random battles, the, the horrible menu system, the obtuse like options. It, it just everything just kind of 
piles little grindy bits on top of the grinding. Yeah, it felt it felt very similar to, to Dragon War, the Dragon Warrior series in that regard, where the the environment is something I wanted to explore more, but the game did not really want to actively ever... preventing <laughs> me from seeing the game. Yeah. This game this game depends on the guide. Yeah, it's meant to be played with the guide, and if you didn't play with the guide. Well then, just had here's a, a lot of experience. reasons that you don't didn't have a good experience because right. it's not designed around not having that. That's fair. Like many <laughs> games are in that time, especially RPGs. Yeah, they depend yeah. on the guide. This is like the only the only exceptions are Final Fantasy, where Final Fantasy does fine without the guide yeah. because it's designed partially around that intention is designed well. But games like it Dragon w- Warrior One don't dep- need the guide as well because it just. And even up to Final Fantasy like four and five, the SNES, uh, I know four came with a guide up to like a, like midway through the game. Yeah. In the stra- in the actual booklet that came with the game, it led you up to about halfway through the game. Yeah, I can't even imagine like I, I tried playing this game for the first few hours without any sort of guide or walkthrough or anything. I, I I can't even imagine trying to make it deeper into this game without a walkthrough because you just you plod everywhere and have no idea what you, where you need to go next. So, and and it's just um, so I started playing with a walkthrough and playing it with a walkthrough was a little bit better, but it was still I was still hindered just by the the design of the <laughs> whole game. Yeah. Like it it was just. It was a shame too, because to be honest, when I when I fired it up and I saw the graphics graphical style of it, I was like, "Wow, this looks really cool!" And it's sci-fi, and I like the sprites because they do not look like typical Japanese sprites yeah. from any game that I've ever seen. They they don't look like any JRPG sprites that I've ever seen. They yeah. look completely unique. And it had a completely unique design. With I mean, to be to be honest, it did look a little. Po- the environments look a little Pokemon to me, but a little bit. But I mean, Pokemon hadn't come out yet, so I guess right. I'd say Pokemon <laughs> looks a little Fantasy Star. Yeah, but um, no, it was it's it's its own completely different. Like it's just a different environment and a different art style and a different uh, world style. Um, but yeah, it's just the game just hates you. <laughs> the game just wants you to be punished and fight the goddamn fucking mosquitoes over and over again, and then fight some more mosquitoes. And, and then, then when you finally get to a new area, they put shit there that paralyzes you. Awesome, because yeah. you know what's good. You know what's good in video games. We talked about this earlier. Waiting. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I want to wait. <laughs> I want to load up the game, and I just want to watch the freaking entrance screen over and over and over again. Oh. And the best part about por- paralysis, yeah. oh, the God. best part about paralysis, not only do you get not get attacked, but then it actually punches you back to the menu, so you have to choose what to not act again. Yes. Oh. I can't... I. I honestly, aside from the few little positive things I said about this game in the in the seven or eight hours I put into it, I can't... I, I can't say anything positive about it. I just don't like it. And and take that with the grain of salt that everyone knows I don't like JRPGs in general. But this one this one was even worse than than most of the ones that I've played recently and the things like honestly in, in all fairness, I would gladly play like Final one of the later Final Fantasy games over this any day. Um as any of the Super NES Final Fantasies Compared to this, I would gladly play Final Fantasy four or five or six in a heartbeat. Um, I and I don't like those games very much. Yeah. Um, I would. Uh, I'm. I'm not sure, but I think it's worse than Secret of Mana. 
um, uh, and I hated be, Secret it, of Mana. It's gotta be worse than Secret, it's of, Mana. Worse than Secret of Mana. At I, least in Secret of Mana, you're actually just kind of moving around all the time. Yeah, I was gonna say at least Secret of Mana tried to innovate. It was ju- its menu system was awful. Like the yeah. the menu system in the menu system in Secret of Mana was worse than the menu system in this game. This menu system was just slow. That menu system was impenetrable. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, I just I don't like it. There's nothing, and there's nothing nothing positive I can say about it beyond that. What about you? You're such a negative Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cover art. The cover art's cool. It looks like an old swell. looks like an old sci-fi novel. It's yeah. fucking awesome. It's like Mega Man One, except yeah. except that, except that the characters are actually relevant, and unlike Mega Man One, yeah, like the bad guys are actually in the game, and the chick yeah. with the horns, yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah, the, that's really good cover I think art. Those actually, are that's pretty good cover art. Sixteen-bit cartridge. Uh, I will say. I will say this. Ten-page pimp book included. Yeah, <laughs> I will say this. Um, I totally heard that wrong. I swear to God, I thought you said pimp book. <laughs> That's it. It's in the back. You got it's like it's like it's you have to peel apart one layer of cover and then it's hidden. I I am intrigued enough by the world that this game created and and the the art style and the audio and the direction of it that I I PS uh, Fantasy Star Three is part of the collection I bought. I might throw that in and see how it is. Mm. But this game is just unplayable. Yeah, it's really bad. I know you didn't play it this time, but do you remember playing it when you were a kid? And what did you think of it then? I just thought it was. I know as a kid, I just I was me and my buddy. We would we would sit there and take turns because he would get tired of sitting and walking, and I'd be like, "Well, I don't know what to do," <laughs> and I'd be like, "Well, I don't know what to do." He's just like, "Hey, keep just walk," and I'm like, "Okay." So I think he I think he conned me. I think he actually conned me because he didn't want to walk anymore, and I was just like so eager to play a video game. I was like, "He's like, yeah, just just keep walking." So I'm sitting there and I'm holding the D pad. <laughs> Just keep walking, yeah, Timmy. Keep walking, yeah. You might get into yeah. a fight sometime. And then I get into a fight. I'd be like, I don't know what to do. And he'd be like, Oh, just just select, yeah, just, just select fight. fight, just hit fight. Yeah, and then he'd come back. And I think when like the cool stuff started, he would take the controller from me. <laughs> and then, so I'd sit there, I'd watch, and then he'd be like, Oh, we got to walk again. And then he'd give me the controller back. <laughs> and I'd be like, How come? Like, how come I don't get? And I'd be, I was mad because I came over and I'm like, I don't get to do any of the cool stuff. He's like, but walking, it's it's important. Don't worry, it's important. And so I, he was a couple years older than me, so I think he was conning me. You know, I'm like yeah. eight, he's like eleven, so I think he's conning me, and I'm just like walking. And, <laughs> just keep walking, Eddie. So Trust I me on this my, one. I think so. I think my perception of the game was just it just wasn't very fun because I think I spent all my time just holding the D pad, not really doing anything. And he got all the he got all the cool stuff. And he, I can tell you this: he never beat it. I forget what came out next, but then I remember I asked him about it, uh, like, like maybe a month or so later, a month or so after that, and I said, "Hey, did you ever did you ever finish that game?" He's like, "No, I, I never finished it." <laughs> so I don't know. Has anybody ever beaten the game? I mean, has, has I've never anybody been, ever. I'm yeah. sure someone has. So the one thing that I will say that uh, for for anybody who wants to play this game that makes it a little less grindy, that's pretty cool, is if you get any of the modern incarnations of it like the the Genesis collection or the Steam version or uh, I think you can buy it on, on XBLA it's on everything yeah. it's on everything uh, the 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 console the mod- current console and PC versions all have save states which is a humongous boon like the ability to to have a save state right like right at the beginning of a fight or right before a fight yeah is huge for games like this um and I wish that everything did that. I wish that every single... I, that's one of the things that really bothered me about VC. Mm-hmm. 
when they started coming out was they didn't have... I mean, they technically had the, like, quick save thing that you could do. Yeah. But not actual save states, which save states have made me play through games that I would never have played through in the past because I didn't have to go all the way back to the beginning. Like, if I could have had save states on Metal Gear, I'd have gotten a fuckload farther in that game than I did. Oh, yeah. Um, Uh, Save states trivialize many games. You're absolutely Save states tr- are not a replacement for good game design. No, no. You're absolutely correct. I don't think... But here's the thing. There, How often there are, do we get to play good games here? Yeah, right? <laughs> this is a good game. I, ho- I wholeheartedly agree. I just think that there are a lot of games that... There are a lot of games that I will play now um, because I... I I suck at video games. This is we've made this point. I'm I'm bad at video games. <laughs> so going back and being able to play games that were frankly just too fucking hard for me, or it wasn't that they were too hard. It's just that I got <coughs> sick of repetitive bullshit. Like I will gladly play through Ghouls and Ghosts with save states. Like absolutely, uh, Ghouls and Go- or Ghosts Wizards and Goblins. Yeah, Wizards or Warriors, yeah. fucking. Um, I've I have played through. Uh, <laughs> The Mega Man collection has save states, and I can play through Mega Man with some save state stuff. I, like, and yes, it takes. I don't think it takes all of the challenge out of those games. It just, it just doesn't force you to force you into what I consider sometimes needless repetition. Um, it'll. It still requires the skill of playing the game. It just means that I don't have to do it over and over and over and over again. I personally, which I don't have fucking time for as an adult. So I personally think it is just utterly demoralizing when you've played something for like three hours and then you die and then they put you back at the point you were three hours ago. Yeah, you just don't want to play. I. I've been Let me tell you about a game called Metal Gear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, no. Oh no, I know. I know that game very. I know that game yeah. very well. So I and I've been demoralized, especially you know as a child. Like I, I don't want to play this anymore. Let me tell you about a game called uh, Seventh Saga. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I they're like they that. do that intentionally in the game because they want to demoralize you and break <laughs> you and make you cry and make you feel bad. And then you tell yourself, I am terrible at video games. And they're like, yes. They're like, yes, you are terrible at video games. So for the next episode of After the Fact Podcast, we are going to do... What did we decide on? Where's Contra the 3, the Contra Alien, 3 Wars. the Alien Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we did Contra 1 a while ago. We wanted to do a Super NES game, so we're doing Contra 3 The Alien Wars. Uh, now, don't hold us to this, We, but we've caught four episodes in advance, like, worked out. Potentially. Uh, we're, potentially, we're going to do Contra 3. We are then going to do Star Tropics. We are then going to do Castlevania 3, because that was Jared May Smith's uh, suggestion. He wants to hear us do it on the show, so we're going to do it on the show. And then uh, and then Karnov, if we can find copies of it, because that's the key. It's it's not available on anything except the original NES. Card. Right. So, um, Mother Russia, Karnov. Karnov's you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do Contra 3, The Alien Wars for the next episode. Uh, that will be in two weeks. Um 
You can check out our other com our other our other podcast, Trade Secrets. Uh, that is the one that we were promoting at Emerald City Comic Con when uh, when we met Eddie. Uh, it is all about comic books. We take a, a trade paperback or a collected edition. We read it uh, before the show, and then we do a book club kind of thing. So check that out. That is. Andy Padel, uh, Joel Simon, and Ann Bean will be running that. I don't know who they're going to get as a fourth while I'm uh, while I'm taking a hiatus for the next couple of months, but they are running that show now. Rate us on iTunes, helps us out, gets us more listeners, gets us stuff on iTunes. Review us on Zune. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter. Nobody uh, has Zune anymore. I know they don't, but we've, we're on there anyway. Whatever. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. The main show feed is at After the Fact Pod. I am at Geek Elite. Mike is at Mr. Atron. James is at James FNX. And Eddie, the new member who hasn't used his Twitter account in 179 days, is uh, Sambo Black, S-A-M-B-O-B-L-A-K. Um, we, I post a fuckload to Twitter, so you follow me and you can listen to me you know, blather into the abyss uh, all the time. Uh, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash after the fact podcast. Uh, friend us on XBLA, PSN, Esteem. Do you want to give out your XBLA uh, name or PSN name? Uh, on, P- can- on PSN right now, I am uh, BloodEdge09. Uh, okay. If you want to add me, it's fine. Just make sure you're adding me for the games that I actually play. So look at my trophies and see what I play. <laughs> and uh, uh, to be fair, what we always ask is uh, send a message with the with the friend request. Say yes, I heard please. the I heard after the fact and want to add you. Um, so uh, I am Geek Elite on PSN, uh, and that's the only one that I really use. I'm James FNX on Xbox Live, and you're. I'll be playing Diablo three a lot, <laughs> so you should probably look my real ID up, which is Micatron. Micatron on Micatron, real ID. Uh, that's my uh, Blizzard nice. ID. I'll, uh, I'll I, figure I, out what mine is. It's some. Yeah. It's my name and some long number after it or something. Well, I think you can look people up just from that. <laughs> part i don't yeah. actually know but they've, they've, sure. they've made finding people very easy in that game not really <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's not like finding people on the wii that's true oh, man. <laughs> like, do you have your 98 character friend code <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you need oh, to man. give them an 86 digit code and a picture of your wii wii <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can be a part of the show if you really want to by emailing us at afterthefactatgeekerific.com uh, or you can hit us up on Twitter or Facebook and we will answer your questions or read your comments on the air. We'll uh, you. If I if I missed any for this show, then I'll try and get them to ne- get them on the next show. But uh, so sorry, but um, <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> whatever. Uh, so like I said, next show is going to be Contra Three: The Alien Wars. Uh, thank you, James. Welcome. Thank you, Micatron. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us finally, Eddie. Thank you. Uh, hopefully we'll have you back uh, on a fairly regular basis. Oh, yeah. And uh, this has been episode 57, and we're out. Yeah.